Weekdays at 1 on Ave Maria Radio. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, an Ave Maria radio station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mast, your hostess today and every Saturday morning, here to help you when you give me a call at 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. I'm a mother, a wife, I have five adult children and seven grandchildren so far, with two sons still single, and I've been here on Catholic Radio for 24 years now, yep, 24 years, giving free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. I'm a certified life coach and author of Love and Life and Sex Respect and Love Ed, and you can learn more about my work at my website at Respect for you.com. Respect the number four, the letter U.com. You can contact me there or through the station that produces this show at Ave Maria Radio. You can just um, email me at mastappeal at avemariaradio.net. So I've been a teacher, I've been a mom, I'm a speaker, and I'm here to help you today with whatever might be disturbing your peace. So what do you need help with today? Uh, Kindness, maybe? Patience? Patience just waiting for Christmas, right? Joy? Diligence? Love? Silence? Do you need help with silence or reconciliation or courage or wisdom? Do you need to be kinder to your husband or wife and you just don't know where to start? Do you need some peacemaking skills before you enter a holiday season with your extended family? Maybe if your sister-in-law was manipulating you and you want to be free of her control of the family or you're bound up in a habitual sin of laziness or sloth and you need encouragement to get moving. Or maybe you haven't been to confession in years and you want to know how to return. Really, you just have a day. Uh, this is going to be the shortest fourth week of Advent. Fourth week of Advent that we've had. It's only a couple hours long. Um, so I don't know how many confessions will still be heard after today. So if you haven't been to confession yet, get there today. There might be long lines. Last night I waited 40 minutes and never got in. The priest left because he was done. There were still 38 people in line with two priests. But that was a parish where the uh, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception run the parish nearby. It's about 20 minutes from here. So um, if you're familiar with uh, Father Don Calloway or Father Chris Alar, um, that's that same order. So obviously people feel safe going to confession there. So if you need help do it, uh, uh, examining your conscience, I can help you do that. Or maybe you've been criticizing your spouse so much that they roll their eyes when you start to speak and you're worried about how am I going to have a happy Christmas without faking it. Or maybe you're, one of your parents left the faith and you want to get them back to church for Christmas or Maybe you're feeling sorry for yourself and you don't know how to to get out of that 
uh, self-pity. We don't remember that God's grace is sufficient for us. His power is made perfect in our weakness. So whatever you might need today, um, whether it's mending a fence, building a relationship, or building a better relationship with God, or just solving a simple problem, or maybe you need a second opinion on something, give me a call. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. This show is called Mast Appeal where you can get free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877, that makes it toll-free, 573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And at Christmas time here, we look around at this broken world, we look at the violence, the poverty, the suffering, and we gather as a community here on Catholic Radio every day, every hour. Some of you listen continuously. We gather as a parish coming up here two times to go to Mass this Sunday. We go for Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Advent, and we go for Monday, Christmas. So you can go tonight and tomorrow morning, or tomorrow morning and tomorrow afternoon, or tomorrow morning and Christmas morning. So two Masses for Sunday of Advent and Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. And so in the midst of all these challenges and concerns, we have to remind ourselves that the love of God is made manifest to us in the wonderful gift of His Son, Jesus, who was born unto us, our Savior. So we've reflected on his love throughout the year in a real tangible way. You've been reaching out to others and growing in your faith yourself and sharing with others, whether you're a religious ed teacher or taking care of grandchildren or doing volunteer work at your parish throughout the year. Maybe you've provided food to the needy or raised money for the pro-life movement or stopped abortions or helped the less fortunate and reached beyond your own needs. And here it is, now Christmas, where we celebrate the coming of Jesus. Jesus, who you have brought into the world. So, thank you everyone for your dedication and generosity to living the faith. And as well as your generosity to Catholic Radio, to EWTN, to your local radio station, and of course to Ave Maria Radio that produces this show. So as we prepare to gather here with our parish or our family, or stay tuned to Catholic Radio all Christmas Day with all the the beautiful things that are prepared for you, let's celebrate the birth of our Lord, the expression of God's love toward us is fulfilled in the prophet Isaiah, which is going to be Monday's first reading. I was going I was going to read the second reading at Mass on Christmas Eve, and then the first person got sick, so now I get to read both of them. So in pondering those, it almost gets you excited to be prepared and remember what's taking place. The prophet Isaiah, who's been telling us all along that the Savior's coming, now we proclaim this on Christmas Day, that the people who've walked in darkness have seen a great light. And isn't that how we are today? We walk in darkness, and the, the culture is very dark today. But we see this great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. This is pretty exciting, Christmas Day. You've brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing as they rejoice before you as at the harvest, as people make merry when dividing spoils. For the yoke that burdened them, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster, you have smashed is on the day of Midian. This is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 to 6. It's going to be the first reading on, at Midnight Mass on Christmas. For every boot that trampled... 
that tramped in battle, every cloak rolled in blood, will be burned as fuel for flames. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, upon his shoulder dominion rests, and they name him Wonder, Counselor, God, Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. His dominion is vast and forever peaceful. From David's throne and over his kingdom, which he confirms and sustains by judgment and justice, both now and forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. So be filled with zeal. Bring the joy of Christ to anybody that you might see on Christmas Day or today or tomorrow, and then live that out all year. Our second reading from Paul to Titus. Beloved, the grace of God has appeared. Okay, I'm asking you, are you living that? Saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age. So if you have not been living that way so far, it's time to rise up, reject those godless ways and worldly desires, and live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age as we wait the blessed hope, the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. Now that is the word of the Lord that we need to take with us throughout this whole Christmas season. That's from the letter of St. Paul to Titus, chapter 2, verses 11 to 14. And those of you that go to the the night mass, maybe 10 o'clock at night or midnight mass, um, that will be your second reading. But it's important that we live it, that we live out this faith, this joy, this love of God, because Jesus has already come. The Savior has come, and we rejoice. And we can even rejoice if... If we're going to be alone on Christmas, and I know there are some of you that your um, your Christmas day might consist in maybe Zoom calls or phone calls or maybe being by yourself, um, but in this joy of the season of joy and celebration, even if you're going to be away from your family and friends, it, it could be rough. You know, if you don't have any family or they're all out of town, or maybe you don't want to be with them, or maybe you had to work. Um, give me a call if you don't want to be with them. We can talk about that. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. So if you're spending Christmas alone, it can be a daunting experience or it can be a joyful experience. If you've raised a family and they're all gone, like be happy that you finally have some time to yourself that you wished you had when the kids were little and waking up all through the night. Or if you're being bombarded with... TV shows and advertisements and commercials that show all families and couples happily celebrating this holiday together. You might feel lonely or left out during this time of year. It doesn't have to be like this. So believe it or not, it's possible to have a joyful and fruitful Christmas, even if you're by yourself. So if you're alone during the holiday season, I can give you some tips to make your Christmas more meaningful and filled with light. Give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's Mass Appeal is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Tell Melissa your first name, where you're calling from, or the radio station you're listening to, and the topic of your question, and we'll take your call. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK, and we'll be back with your calls in just a moment.
Come celebrate the holy season of Christmas at St. Peter and Paul Parish Westside in Detroit on Granville. The parish is ending its centennial year with Christmas Eve Mass at 4.30 in English. A pasterka, shepherd's mass, and traditional Latin mass will be offered with readings in English and Polish at midnight Christmas Day. Mass is also at 10 a.m. in Polish, noon in English, and a traditional Latin mass at 2 p.m. For details, see the parish Facebook page or website at sspdetroit.net. That's sspdetroit.net. The Heart of the Interior Life with Elizabeth Jingle. In St. Ignatius of Loyola's 14 Rules for the Discernment of Spirits, the fourth rule highlights the characteristics of spiritual desolation. One of those aspects of spiritual desolation is disquiet from various agitations and temptations. Agitating movements of the heart, temptations, and the disquiet are indications a person is experiencing spiritual desolation. Father Timothy Gallagher writes, Here Ignatius pinpoints a further trait of spiritual desolation. Within the heaviness of the desolation, the person experiences a restless flow of agitating movements mixed with temptations that disquiet the person. If you have experienced this aspect of spiritual desolation, identifying it, understanding that it comes from the enemy, and rejecting it will hasten the return of interior peace. For more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Welcome to Mast Appeals, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective, even though it's two days before Christmas. But problems don't always go away just because it's Christmas. Sometimes we can ignore them. Sometimes the joy overrides them. But give me a call with what might be disturbing your peace today. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PAP-TALK. Linda is our first caller today. Linda from South Carolina. Welcome to the show, Linda. How can I help you today? Well, hi, Colleen. I'm so grateful you took my call today, and I'm grateful to be speaking with you. So uh, my problem is, well, it's not really even a problem. Uh, it's a concern. Years old. <laughs> okay. It's a concern, yes. Thank you. I've <laughs> uh, been married and divorced twice. I have a grown daughter in her 30s, very happily married. Um, I, I, every, time, every year, this time of year, I find myself thinking about an old boyfriend I had in ninth grade, <laughs> many years ago. And actually, we do keep in touch. Believe it or not, he is still single, never married. Oh, wow. Um, you know, we kind of talk through Facebook, and then, um, you know, we'll have a phone conversation once or twice a year. So, but I often think of him, and I, I've been single for about 25 years now, and I, I enjoy being single. I'm still working and still healthy, and things are good. But, but I do think about, you know, what if? You know, what if we had gotten together, you know? 
So um, part of me just kind of wants to lay that to rest. I'm not even sure if he's interested, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, He kind of keeps the conversation pretty neutral when we talk. I was probably the worst girlfriend ever in my life. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I tell him, too. I was the worst girlfriend ever. Um, anyway, um, so, but it's interesting that he's still willing to talk to me. Yeah, that so, is. Um, so I'd love your, your input and your advice, you know, to pursue it or keep it on friendly terms. Or You know, he lives several states away, so we have not even seen each other probably in, you know, 50 years, I would say, oh, since my. he graduated from high school. Yeah, so... You know, so, so your advice is welcome. Okay, this could be some of those things that movies are made of. But anyway, first question, when we have some feelings, the first have to use our brains. Are you eligible to marry? That are, like any marriage has been annulled in the church? Or um, first of all, are you Catholic? Well, that, that, yes, yes. Okay, I'm, all right. Yeah. And okay. I am a convert about 20 years, okay. and he is also. Question, because I never did the annulment, because... Uh, I, I always wanted to let's say I, let's say we met up tomorrow and he was perfect and we, I want let's get married, honey. Mm-hmm. And you know I want to have at least a year or two and I'll have a good excuse, right? I'll say, hey, I got to do my annulment. <laughs> I know it sounds weak, mm-hmm. but hey, I got to do my annulment. It's going to take a while, you know, so that will give me a nice breathing, cooling off period to, mm-hmm. to discern if that's really what's good for me. So that's kind of my reason or excuse why I have not done the annulment. Yeah, because you haven't needed it. Yeah, that's true. Are you eligible for an annulment? Yes. Yes, do you, yes. Do you believe so? If, if you've talked to priests before, so the first thing before you'd even yes, start um, dating or approach an idea of a romantic relationship, make sure that you first are eligible. Because people that get involved romantically and then they're waiting and pressuring um, to see was this a marriage or not, um, you you know that creates a lot of pressure on you, on the relationship, on the church, and it's actually the not that good of a reason to. Uh, you know, to to wait. So I would suggest um, if you think you want to start even dating <laughs> and to be with somebody for having these romantic feelings, to first check into the um, annulment process and seeing that you've been single for 25 years or more and you were eligible for an annulment, you might just want to go through the process. It might be simpler than you think. But then if that is clear and you are free to marry in the church, then... Just take little steps, and if he hasn't expressed any interest, but you've you've got these feelings, you know, inside of you, you wonder. And I know that is it's a common feeling of women, like the you know one of their first loves or some boyfriend from the past. Like, what if he appears? I don't know if romantic movies do that to us, or it's just like it's something planted in us by God that we have more to give, we have more love to give. Um, and so I would say. Um, meet meet up with them a little more often. If you just communicate frequently, just see um, maybe for, you know, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, you know, if you haven't sent them a card, um, you know, send a, send a card or send an email and just say, do you want to just get together and uh, meet on a, a Zoom call or a FaceTime call or, a, you know, one of the, the kind of ch- uh, chat uh, calls that you can do and just catch up as as friends. I just did that with my cousin a couple of weeks ago. I just, um, we hadn't talked to each other in decades, maybe 30 or 40 years, and we just had the greatest visit. It was wonderful. And so it's not uncommon to catch up with old friends or, you know, relatives and things like that at this time of year. So just, you might want to just 
not like interview him, but get to know him a little bit and see where he is in his life and and see if that is something he might be open to. And I think after a meeting like that, like, ah, let's just catch up and talk about old times and and see if if he shows any interest. So I'd say it's worth at least checking into the friendship, renewing it a little bit, seeing how he's doing, and then you'll know in your heart if that's something that you need to pursue. Don't you think that that God will kind of reveal that to you when you're with him? You'll be like, oh, my goodness, good thing I didn't stay with that guy (laughs) 50 years ago Um, because he might just be so, you know, set in his ways by now if he's been single, or maybe he's got some little stirrings in his heart and this is a prompting from the Holy Spirit or maybe he just needs a a friend like your friendship so uh, when we have a a strong feeling like that we we ask God is this from you and then we use our brains is this worth pursuing and as I said if you're eligible for marriage it would be and then you open the door and then you keep trusting in God and, uh, and asking him to show you whether to open the door or close the door or open the window or close the window and, and trust in God. So keep your prayer life going well, your daily meditation, your reflection on the gospel, regular confession, going to Mass, go to adoration, check with our Lord. And, uh, and if those feelings keep coming up then, then, and you're eligible to marry, go ahead and, and act on those and then see where it takes you. And it might be just a part of that. It might be just that... You don't know. Like how, if God wanted you to contact him and, you know, get on the the Zoom with him and and chat with him, it might be something that he needed. It might be something that you needed. It might be something that will last forever. It might be something that just kept him from being depressed for Christmas. You don't know. But I'd say, you know, follow that um, and and take it in steps. Okay, Linda? Well, thank you. Thanks for speaking with me today. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for the call and starting off our show here. You're welcome. Uh, Mass Appeal. You give us a call, too, with your question or personal problem, or maybe you just need a second opinion on something, especially when we're dealing with our feelings. Our our feelings can be fickle, and we always have to to sort things out. So sometimes it helps to chat with someone else who isn't emotionally attached to that particular feeling and wonder, am I being, is this really dumb? Is this really crazy? Or is this something worth pursuing? And, of course, if it's about reconciling with a relative, you want to do that. So give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Our next caller is Maria from Texas. Welcome to the show, Maria. You're on the air now. How can I help you, Maria? Hello, Maria from Texas. You're on the air now. What's your question today? Hello. Hello, Maria. What's your question? This is Colleen Kelly Mast. You are on Mast Appeal right now. Let's chat. Okay. Um, I was calling about. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I was calling about how um, nowadays people. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Good morning. You're breaking up, Maria. I see your question, though. I see that you told the call screener, um, you call growing up in the 40s and seeing how people pursued love before material things, and now it's the opposite. Oh, my goodness. You are so right about that, Maria. And what a grace and a blessing that you grew up when you did. 
and you can see that now. <laughs> we see that in old movies. You saw that in real life, that people treasured love and relationship. And many times it was to the point where they were so broke and so poor. I think of that movie, It's a Wonderful Life, that comes out at Christmas. And we we see that they, you know, they got married, they fixed up this old wretched house, and it was love that sustained them. So uh, is there anything particular that you can... Um, you there? Yeah, okay, go ahead now. You can finish yes, with your question. I remember when I was a little girl, there was a Catholic priest in my church that he didn't want anything. He didn't want nothing, no material. They wanted to give him a house because he worked at the church. They wanted to give him all kinds of material things, and he didn't want anything. He wanted to go out there and spread love in the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the people that he spread the love with in the neighborhoods, they were... Very, very, um, not very good people that didn't want to do the right thing. And nowadays, they're retired attorneys, retired doctors, oh. retired, you name them, retired politicians. And, and that's that's because of him. Want mm. nothing for him. He was like Mother Teresa. He, he wanted for somebody else. Mm. Beautiful. What a holy priest. And that is a wonderful example to all of us to think about spreading the love of Jesus Christ. So he didn't want anything, any material things. And this priest visited the people in the neighborhood, cared for them in the way that they became successful. What a great inspiration for us. Thanks for the call, Maria. You inspired us to think about what are we going to do this Christmas time or what are we going to do this year to spread the love of Christ rather than pursue, spend so much time pursuing material possessions for ourselves. Give us a call, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. We'll be back in a moment. Please join us at Sweetest Heart of Mary Church for Holy Mass this Christmas season. Polish-themed Masses will be held on Christmas Eve at 4 p.m. and midnight and on Christmas Day at 10 a.m. with Latin High Mass at 12 noon. The church is located in Detroit at the corner of Russell and Canfield, just north of Eastern Market, and will remain decorated for Christmas through February 2, 2023. For more information, please visit the parish website at motherofdivinemercy.org. The church has a very high view of conscience. It's, I think it was St. John Henry Newman who called conscience the aboriginal vicar of Christ. Catechism reads this way on conscience. The interior voice of a human being within whose heart the inner law of God is inscribed. Moral conscience is a judgment of practical reason about the moral quality of a human action. It moves a person at the appropriate moment to do good and to avoid evil. It offers some suggestions, uh, the Ten Commandments, the moral teachings of Jesus in the Gospels, the moral teachings of St. Paul. All these things are used as a measure of how well we're doing. It is then up to the Catholic to take a look at the teaching of the Church and to see if, in fact, they are in proper communion. The idea that you can dispense with the objective moral teachings of the Church in favor of personalized conscience is lawless and anarchic. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. 
Ever thought you'd make a bundle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK, and there are lines open waiting to hear from you. I think Marie inspired all of us by talking about the, um, you know, bringing Christ's love and being love and not seeking material possessions. We've been talking about gifts that you can give that are that don't cost anything, that gift of time, the gift of a, a cheerful disposition, and the gift of love. We spoke about those last week. But I think um, it's important for us to think about the, the gift of Jesus Christ in our hearts as well. Whether you are going to be alone for Christmas or in a crowd, you do need to take that time to reconnect with yourself and God. If you're having a busy Christmas, take an hour out for Jesus and go meditate in front of the manger scene. Stay late after Mass when you go to Mass. Um, today or tomorrow for the fourth Sunday of Advent, since the fourth Sunday of Advent is so short. Take advantage of that with an extra meditation. You know, reflect on, the, you know, the last 12 months and all the gifts that God has given you to draw closer to Him. Even the suffering, okay? Because sometimes suffering does draw us closer to Him. You might even, you know, sketch out like a timeline or big moments that took place each month, how God drew you close to Him this year. And just see it laid out as God's gifts to you in 2023 and notice those patterns and you know any decisions you've made that were life giving or life draining you know look and see how God has been working in your life so whether you are alone at Christmas and have time to make have time to reflect or you're having a busy Christmas season and you need to make time to reflect reconnect with God look back at your year I like to do this on Christmas Eve after we get back from mass or after the dinner after all the presents and everybody goes to bed I'll go back maybe and, and meditate now that I live close to church I can do that at church otherwise I would do it in front of my manger scene at my house and just in the quiet, just hang out with Jesus and not have an agenda or a time that that has to end. Whether I went to sleep at all or not, and sometimes I uh, spend 20 minutes with him and sometimes I spend an hour and a half with him. But do spend that time with our Lord. And I know that um, those of you that um, subscribe to the Magnificat find that uh, Father 
Peter John Cameron has a beautiful blessing before a Christmas stable, and I try to read that every year as well. And there's beautiful prayers that you can find before a stable. So that's one thing to do. Reflect with yourself and God. If you are busy, you have to make the time. And if you're alone this Christmas, make sure that you spend that time first. And if you are alone, you can add some time to that. Maybe some spiritual reading, or read the catechism, some of the lives of the saints. Take yourself away. These are not fiction stories. You can take yourself away into those lives of the saints, or maybe watch movies of the saints on Formed, or, you know, just... Uh, Practice intentional silence, attentiveness to God, the presence of God, you know, and let your spirit rest and be nourished instead of the hustle and bustle. So if you need to make the time to do that or if you're going to have a Christmas by yourself and you have time to do that, make sure you do that. Another tip, um, if you are alone this Christmas, is to stay away from social media if it makes you feel left out, and stay on it if you find joy in watching other people's celebrations. I know many of you listen to EWTN or watch EWTN, which is wonderful. You're part of the whole Catholic radio family or Catholic TV family, but sometimes you might be tempted to look at other people's pictures on social media and think, oh, they had all these people over and my son rejected me or all my family is dead or, um, you know, and you might turn that into self-pity. Well, if you feel that feeling, go ahead and feel it and you offer that to our Lord Jesus Christ. And then you ask him to fill you with that joy. And then if you, these pictures on social media are dragging you away from the joy of the Lord and trying to take that away, then close your computer, close your tablet, close your phone. But if you're finding joy in other people's celebrations, go ahead. Go ahead. Participate in that. Another thing to do, especially if you're alone this Christmas or just have a, a couple people that you're celebrating Christmas with, Christmas with is to reach out to other people. That is going to make your Christmas more joyful. So that the whole core to the Christmas story is a family that was in need but found no room in the inn. So Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus in the womb traveled and found no room in the inn. But there might be other people who might be alone, neglected, or rejected during Christmas, particularly people in nursing homes, particularly the elderly that live alone, particularly the mentally ill, and people that cannot even get out, people that are poor. You know, this is a time, if you haven't reached out yet this year, um, or to just help people overcome their loneliness. If you know any friends in town who might be spending their Christmas alone, you know, invite them out for a cup of coffee, or have breakfast together or invite them to Mass with you if they haven't been to Mass. Invite them to confession tonight if they haven't been to confession. Or maybe go to some Christmas activities, you know, organized by your community and make some new friends, you know. Or consider volunteering at a soup kitchen or a care facility facility for the elderly. I know one year my husband and two sons, when we had two boys left at home, 
went up to Mother Teresa's soup kitchen in Chicago, Mother Teresa's sisters, um, the nuns there, um, who run a soup kitchen, and we homemade gallons and gallons and gallons of soup. I can't tell you the number of potatoes we peeled and carrots we peeled and things that we prepared to make soup. Uh, early in the morning, they start with prayer in their barefoot chapel and, uh, and join them and, uh, and had a beautiful Christmas Eve uh, preparing food for the hungry. So think if there are there is an organization you can help. I know another town that I lived in had a, a Christmas dinner for the poor and they spent their Christmas and had a noon meal um, feeding people who are poor or needy or alone. So think of what's available to you to help the poor, the marginal, the lonely, um, you know, maybe call your parish, maybe the people that are recipients of your food pantry, you need somebody to deliver their their food or maybe even make their food for them so there's always someone that that needs you to pitch in so another idea another idea if you're alone on christmas (laughs) and you're not accountable to anybody else or having to make meals um go to mass twice that's my recommendation so go once on christmas eve and the other on Christmas Day. And if you are mobile, you can call a taxi or Uber or call a parish, somebody to pick you up. Um, but give a heartfelt greeting to everybody you can make contact with. Go early, stay late, offer to help the ushers, choir, the cleanup crew, the priests and the deacons. So if you're alone on Christmas, go to Mass twice. Once Christmas Eve, once Christmas Day, and bring joy and offer to help out. We'll be back in just a moment. This Christmas, give meaningful gifts that will keep on giving for family and friends who need or want more of Jesus in their life. Our Lady Grace Bookstore has a terrific selection of gifts for all ages, including featured items for children and young adults. Pre-shop for ideas at OurLadyOfGraceBookstore.com. Our Lady of Grace Bookstore is located in Ann Arbor at US 23 and M14 inside Domino's Farms Office Park at Lobby C. Visit OurLadyOfGraceBookstore.com for hours and directions. Welcome to a St. Nicholas Minute. Do you know what the Christmas spirit is? Some say the Christmas spirit is a feeling, a feeling of love, joy, and peace that comes this time each year. (laughs) You know, it's not a bad answer. It's just incomplete. The Christmas spirit is the living presence of the third member, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, actively animating and perfecting the lives of Christians. In fact, the love, joy, and peace that we associate with the Christmas spirit are what St. Paul calls the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Many wish the Christmas spirit could be with us all year round. Well, I've got news for you. It can. Why do you think I'm so jolly? So even long after the Christmas decorations are stored away, our hearts can be filled 365 days with the same love, joy, and peace that the angels proclaim to the shepherds if we are open to the power of the Holy Spirit, the true Christmas spirit. For Christ is born, glorify Him. This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John will preach on the birth of our Lord and our call to bring Christ into our lives. It's almost Christmas time, and as we busy ourselves with preparations and generally getting wrapped up in the season, Father John wants us to remember to ask ourselves, what would Jesus want for Christmas? Let's take time to reflect on the Incarnation and why God became man for us, whom He loves. 
Tune in for Christ is the Answer, Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective by calling this toll-free number right now for the next hour and 20 minutes. Your calls drive the show. You decide what the topics are today. A lot of people face problems, dilemmas, or decisions during the holidays, and that's why we're here for you live today, two days before Christmas, to help you bring some peace on earth to whatever is disturbing your peace right now. If you have a question or personal problem, need a second opinion on something, or want to know how to come back to confession or how to rebuild a relationship that's been broken so you can bring more peace on earth this Christmas, give me a call. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. The show is called Mast Appeal. You're listening to Catholic Radio. And the number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. You call that number, 877-5-PEP-TALK. But the K falls off, actually. You get to talk to Melissa, our call screener and engineer today. Tell her your first name what station you're calling from, if you know what it is. I mean, some people just say, oh, Siri or Sirius Satellite. Um, Or you might know your local Catholic radio station. You might be on the Ave Maria radio app or the EWTN app. Or you can just say what city you're calling from if you don't know how you tuned into Catholic radio, just from Joe from Seattle. And so uh, tell her where you're calling from and what the topic of your question is. She puts it on my board, and I will read it, and it will be your turn will put you on the air. So call now with your question or personal problem and make this second hour happen. Make this hour happen. It's uh, 20 minutes till the top of our first hour and we have a second hour to fill with your questions and concerns at 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. How can we improve our lives and bring more of Christ and all his beauty and virtues and peace into the world this Christmas. 877-573-7825. I'll help you with that. Okay, I was talking about if you'll be alone this Christmas. And there's somebody out there listening that's been away from the church as well. So whether you are having Christmas alone or invited to a Christmas party where you will be full of people that are having superficial talk or full of people who talk about you behind your back. Or if you are away from the church, you're invited to the Christmas party or the Christmas family gathering, even though you haven't been to church and you're wondering if you should come back to church, yes, today's Saturday. There are confessions at most parishes, and you could be back for Sunday. So even though we've been trained to think that Christmas is spending time with our loved ones, our greatest loved one is Jesus Christ. That's the reason for the season. So don't get so caught up in, you know, the holidays or what you're going to wear, although that is important. I mean, we're dressing for the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, Let's remember what we're really celebrating. So let's remember the birth of Jesus Christ, 
2,000 years ago. It's a time to celebrate the ways His love is present to us here and now, or the ways that you can bring His love into the here and now. So think of God extending His life to us, wanting to share His life with us, bringing His Son into the world, an invitation that came to us in the person of Jesus. And so if you have been away from the church and you're open to this invitation, you're looking for something more, there's no better time to explore faith than Christmas. It's a time to celebrate the fact that we are never alone, that God came to share our human condition, and he was alone and rejected, certainly, at his death. So all these the parishes in your area they're holding on to that light in the darkness and we're counting the days as we have the shortest fourth week of advent ever and if it's been a while since you've been to mass if you feel nervous or unsure about returning or you feel unsure about going to confession just get on your knees pray to god tell him you're sorry ask the holy spirit to show you the main sins like you could go in and say bless me father i've sinned my last confession was 50 years ago for example and say I have abandoned the faith I haven't been praying I haven't gone to mass and then just say any other major sins against the Ten Commandments if you murdered someone um, or committed adultery or stole or you know were greedy or lustful or any of those seven capital sins gluttony hatred anger Um, so just tell them the main things you don't have to be in there for you know, 20 minutes to say these are the main things and I want and I'm sorry for these things and I want to be back in the graces of God and then he will give you absolution he might say something to you he'll give you absolution and, and uh, penance and he might say do you know the act of contrition if you remember it from when you were 7 years old go ahead and say it if you don't just um, just say I'm really sorry for all my sins and I tr- want to try to not to commit them again or there might be a copy of the act of contrition you can download off the internet or there might be one right there in the confessional so if you're unsure pray to the Holy Spirit for the strength to go to confession to get your soul cleaned off some people are taking a shower for their bodies for Christmas let's clean our soul so as we celebrate this feast coming up we're going to remember the the birth of Jesus but also participate in the hope that it brings the hope for change the hope for love the hope for something more than this crazy dark world can offer here we are in the the darkest uh, month of the year the shortest time that the sun is out and the longest night so bring some light into your own soul allow god to do that and bring light to others and give us a call with your question or personal problem the number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825 pep talk charlie from ohio here next welcome to the show charlie listening on 1260 the rock welcome to the show charlie you're on the air now go ahead with your comment or question hi hi colleen merry christmas to all to you and your family and all of your staff i always look forward every week to your program and I've called a few times in the past, and you've given me wonderful advice. My life has turned around so much because of it, because of you, mm-hmm. and uh, helping me get closer to my faith. And, uh, like I say, just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I do have one one question. I did want to ask you regarding a uh, kind of a crisis we had in our family. Uh, I have a, my youngest son lives out of state, and. Uh, 
you'd give me some advice with him in the past. And recently he's uh, having trouble with a drinking problem, and uh, he made some uh, posts on social media that were, like, suicidal in nature. Ooh, he got ooh. us so worried, you know. And, uh, you know, luckily the, you know, the police intervened, and, you know, he talked to, you know, they talked to him and, you know, decided he wasn't suicidal and, they, they didn't apprehend him and put him in mandatory uh, psychiatric care or anything. But, you know, I think I think he does have, you know, the drinking issues and some mental issues that needs addressed. And he's kind of at a spot where he's not admitting it. You know, he's, he's working and living alone. You know, he has a mm. daughter that, you know, he split up from his girlfriend. And mm. so it's a kind of a rough situation. He's depressed and uh you know, we're, you know, all of our family, me and my wife and our children, our siblings, are trying to reach out to him, support him in any way we can. But, mm-hmm. you know, he has to make that decision. And of course, we, we continually pray for for him and, you know, our granddaughter's mother. And, you know, uh, we're, just, we're just trying to think of some ways that we could help him, you know. But it is his decision. He has to seek the help. So any ideas that you can... Uh, give us to continue to help my son, Eric. Yes, I do. Um, but it's time for our break, so if you can hang on, Charlie, till after the break, we're yeah, going to sure. take I'll, a pause. Okay. Oh, okay, as long as you can hold, we'll be back to answer Charlie's question right after this message. Unveiling the Covenant is the newest program from Ave Maria Radio. What is a covenant? It's a vowed exchange of lives which results in an unbreakable family bond. Throughout Scripture, God seeks to espouse all mankind to Himself in an unbreakable covenant bond. His covenantal love is a free gift, but it necessitates a response from us. We are free to accept or reject it. Let's learn what this means as we unveil the covenants. Saturday mornings at 11 and Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. Fire on the earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them, nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck spreads fire on the earth weekday mornings at 6.30 and again at 11.45 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. Welcome 
to Mast Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. We're chatting with Charlie from Ohio here, whose son is uh, living far away and uh, has had a a recent um, suicide threat and uh, is struggling with alcohol problem and depressed. And so... um, Charlie wants to know, what can we do far away as a family uh, to help him? So, Charlie, are you still here? <laughs> yes, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Now, you say he has a drinking problem. Does he live alone, did you say? Unfortunately, no, yes, and he hasn't made many friends in that area. Okay. All right. And what city is he in? Like a big major city or a small one? It's in the Quad City area oh. by Iowa, Illinois. Oh, Okay, all right. Well, what I'm going to suggest is, and and this can be fun for you, is to um, start giving a daily encouragement call. And if there's people in your household, I know if it's you and your wife, if there's other kids there, make it a face call. You know, a FaceTime call, a Zoom call, um, whatever, Google chat, home, whatever, (laughs) whatever way. And just start it because it's... Two days before Christmas, and you can do it again tomorrow because it's Christmas Eve and the next day. A daily encouragement call at a time that will work for his life. You know, I don't know how, what time he works or anything. But a call for both encouragement and accountability. And tell him, start out the call and say, we love you. Please love us back. We love you so much. We want to hear from you. And tell them we are your Uh cheerleaders for doing good. And then you might want to do a good deed challenge. Like who's ever in your household, you say each of you are going to do a good deed each day, and you challenge him to do a good deed each day. This actually helps people that are in that mode of depression and sadness because they realize, oh, I can do something good each day, just one good deed each day, and it begins to change their heart. Then you also want to, when you're on the phone, talk about something you're thankful for each day. I'm thankful that I have food. I have a roof over my head and I have a job. So um, a good deed and thankful. And this begins to rewire his brain just a little bit. And so if you did that each day um, and had a friendly chat with him morning or night, whatever works for him, um, and then ask him kind of like doing an intervention without all being there, just say, could you please stop drinking? Um, We we love you. Um, We know that that's taking you down a, a dark path, and we we want to ask you if you'd please stop drinking, so that you can experience life in in the real mode. Then you might want to tell him, and I've been getting ads for these, Charlie, for months now. Um, <laughs> tell him about these their brand new non-alcoholic bar drinks that supposedly taste like what people like if they love you know rum or scotch or vodka whatever those things are whiskey um I don't drink at all. My my family drinks enough to make up for, <laughs> for what I don't drink. <laughs> so I know they love many of those things. I don't even know the names of all the drinks. But I might have two drinks a year or something. Um, but my family, as I said, makes up for the difference. <clears throat> An Irish drinking family. Um, but anyway, t- tell him. Just tell him, like, you're surprised. You just look him up on the Internet. You'll find him somewhere. All you have to do is tell your phone non-alcoholic drinks, and you'll get ads for them as well. And, um, yeah, and they, I knew... Uh, I knew they made. I knew they made uh, O'Doul's B 
beer. A friend of mine likes beer, but he never okay. wanted to get caught right. drunk driving, so he would drink beer for the flavor, but it was non-alcoholic. You right. Know? So that's, it's not even, not even beers, though. No. Yeah. Actually, if you want to send me your, um, give me your email address, I'll take a screenshot of one of these ads I keep getting now about the non-alcoholic drinks. And um, oh, I'll, I'll, be able, I'll be able to find them. Thank okay, yeah. So too. look them up and, uh, and tell them, just say, there are all these drinks now because it's actually becoming trendy. Up here in Chicago, we even have some bars that are non-alcoholic bars just for people that like to hang out and sit at a bar, but there's no alcohol allowed, and they serve the most fascinating drinks. There's two of them up in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Who knows? Maybe you're going to start one in, in Ohio, or your son's going to start one wherever he is. And that is a great, bars, that's a great idea. They're making yeah. non-alcoholic bar drinks fashionable in bars that have no alcohol whatsoever, but have the social life of alcohol. So whether he wants to, to drink the non-alcoholic bar drinks at the party or bring them with him, there's all, as I said, a bunch of different bottles. Um, or go to one of these non-alcoholic bars or start a new thing. If there's not one in those four cities, maybe he needs to start that. That's going to be his business that's going to give him hope and change the world as well because people do want socialization. So so those are my suggestions to you to call, be encouragement, be his cheerleaders, hold him accountable, um, do a good deed each day, ask him to be thankful, and you share what you're thankful for or what good deeds you did each day. Please stop drinking. Tell him about the new non-alcoholic bar drinks. Now, I'll love to hear about the new non-alcoholic bar he opens up this year. <laughs> well, Give him some hope. So okay. thank, thank you so much, Colleen. Keep up uh, the great work with your show. We all love you. Pray for okay. you. And you, you do a great job. And thank you for the help. Okay. Thank you so much for calling, Charlie, and for all, all your kind words. And Merry Christmas to you, too. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 and make our second hour happen. We'll be back in just a moment. Food for the Journey, Sister Ann Shield. You know, we would avoid a lot of difficult arguments just spouting off at the mouth, as we sometimes say. Just ask the Lord, give me the words to say. Maybe I'm rightfully angry, but if I just shout and yell and scream, what good is that going to be? Brothers and sisters, God can give us much more control over our anger, over our fear, over our language. And so whenever you're in a tight spot, just stop for a moment and say, Lord, what would you have me do here? God is good. I don't mean he's going to say words that will come down from heaven. But if you pause just for a moment, you'll get hold of yourself. And you may well get a thought that you didn't have before. And sometimes it's just quiet, but it's enough to bring down the steam. And then you think what is really right to say here. You might be justifiably angry. How do we respect the other person while we're correcting them? Please, brothers and sisters, let us open our hearts to God in those moments. Sister Ann Shields gives you food for the journey. Weekday mornings at 6.45 and again at 11.30 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. 
on the next Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. We'll keep you closely connected to the faith with the latest from Rome, the front lines of the pro-life movement, and we'll also take a look at other crucial issues facing you and your family in our one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Weekday mornings at 8 on Ave Maria Radio's 990 AM and 105.5 and 107.9 FM. The Holy Eucharist is fulfillment for the present day and a taste of heavenly glory. The Catholic Catechism quotes an ancient prayer of the Church, which says in part, O sacred banquet in which Christ is received as food, the memory of the Passion is renewed, the soul is filled with grace, and a pledge of the life to come is given to us. Jesus pointed this fact out to his apostles at the Last Supper, indicating the fulfillment of his Passion, death, and resurrection in the kingdom of God. I tell you, I shall not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Though we know Christ's real presence is in our midst now, that presence is veiled. So we wait and pray for the day when our Savior comes again and we will see our God as he is. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, an Ave Maria radio station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. Appeal to our second hour of Mass Appeal here, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. As I said, this is Colleen Kelly Mast. I'm a certified life coach, an author, a speaker, a mother. I have a master's degree in health education, an honorary doctorate in humane letters, and teaching certificates in health, science, physical education, and theology. I've taught at every grade level from pre-K through adult education. And when my sex respect curriculum reached national acclaim. I was a guest on TV shows such as Oprah and Geraldo and 60 Minutes and Mother Angelica Live. I was even invited to the Vatican by Pope John Paul II's Pontifical Council for the Family to present my Love and Life program. Um, I was on the, the hit list of Planned Parenthood for a while, which is a great accomplishment in life. Uh, <laughs> they, I had to debate the ACLU because they thought I was imposing my uh, sex respect uh, abstinence teachings. My, they thought I was imposing my morals on the public, and I had to to fight that and uh, debate the Sex Education Information Council of the United States and remind them what the dignity of love and the dignity of the human person really mean. And I've given seminars all over the world, from the Diocese of Hong Kong and Mexico City and Rome and the Philippines, and um, spent four years on the National Review Board for the U.S. Bishops. So besides being the mother of five adult children and married for way over 40 years, I grew up second oldest of nine children in the Chicago area. So 
My family has probably had some of those same problems that you have had. So stay tuned here for our second hour of free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. We can look at your options that you can face, something positive that you can do to bring the joy and hope of Christ into the world just a little bit more than it was yesterday. And if every Christian did this, and you just took some action steps to make a change and address your concerns and don't wallow in the problems but bring light into the world, even if your problems are caused by others, we can change the way we respond to them and bring light and peace to ourselves. So give me a call with your question or person. Personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. See, I've got stacks of things here I wanted to open the second hour with, but something that I've been trying to, wanting to say for a couple um, weeks here. When we did talk about Christmas gifts, we talked about books to give to people, we talked about all the gifts that don't cost money, personal gifts. Um, we shared uh, one show different uh, gifts that we can purchase from from people who either make those gifts or um, sell those gifts to support their Catholic families, um, candles and books and things like that. Um, But I found a cute article by Dave Ramsey's group on nine Christmas extras you don't need. So this is helpful, too. Those of you that are familiar with Dave Ramsey, um, he is um, a finance and uh, budget radio show host and has created a wonderful organization that helps people find peace amidst their finances but so he says you don't need this stuff so remember these things nine things you don't need for christmas don't buy he said the extended warranty that they try to sell you he said it's more it's like an expensive pack of gum he said they make it seem like you can't live without it but it's a major profit um, gleaner for um, the store and so you don't really need it there's usually a year warranty on on what you purchase anyway so just say no to that the second one he says nine christmas extras you don't need he said store credit card discounts they're going to offer you 10 to 20 percent off on a you know a small purchase and now they've got you thinking oh i can buy more at that store and they get you caught in the credit card trap and then he said you don't need number three don't you don't need the buy now pay later plans although i know in the early years of when we had little kids at home i had to do that sometimes but he says it seems like something that could help you out um by splitting up your bill but he said even if you miss a single payment you get hit with an outrageous fee and an interest rate that's high um so don't get yourself chained to debt he says Okay, number seven, uh, or number four of the nine Christmas extras you don't need. You don't need the high-end electronics, like a, a lit-up beverage mug that shows your family picture on it. <laughs> you know, a fancy, fancier camera than the one that's just on your phone. So electronics, sometimes we buy more than we need, and the, they just eat up our money. Number five, you don't need exercise equipment. (laughs) People buy exercise equipment and they don't use it. So hold on and uh, try not to purchase that. But what if you could plot out 30 minutes a day and exercise with what you have? He said you don't need number six, gift wrapping services. Um, That's uh, way more expensive than you need. And he said you don't need overnight shipping. That just means you procrastinated. But 
you know, there's 12 days of Christmas, so if you aren't shopping till today, you still don't waste money on the overnight shipping. He said another thing that we don't need of the nine Christmas extras we don't need, he said everything on your kid's Christmas list. You don't have to spend $1,000 on all the stuff that they want because really they want you, they want love, they need Jesus. Um, Don't let their list tell you how much you can spend. You know, you set your budget first and purchase what you can. Another Christmas extra you don't need, you know, don't need Christmas cards for everyone. Every year, he says, purge your list um, and uh, and send those to the, the people that you know you need them most. And then he says, finally, make the most of your money this season. So skipping these nine extras, he said, can go a long way toward giving your budget some breathing room. And so remember that Christmas is about finding joy, not going into debt, about spending time with God and others and blessing them with your presence, your happiness, the jokes that you want to tell, and not just spending money because then we commercialize Christmas more than it needs to be. So there are plenty of meaningful gifts. Maybe somebody even needs a a, a budget book or a a meeting with a, a budget planner. You know, maybe that would help them more. Maybe they need something spiritual, a subscription to the Magnificat or some kind of uh, regular um, regular subscription to something that will bring spiritual reading into their home. And we've talked about different books that people might need. So give them something that is not going to break the bank. And don't buy those extras that do break the bank, break the bank but give them something that they need or something even that they, um, you know that they need that they might not even want, um, but something that will bring good and joy to them. So those are some ideas. If you have any other good ideas of how to, to mend relationships for Christmas um, or if you need some help in mending some relationships for Christmas, if you need help with any of your personal problems, give me a call. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And uh, Bev is on the line, Bev from Wisconsin. Welcome to the show, Bev. You're on the air now. Did you have a, a comment or a question today, Bev? I actually had three things, if it's possible. Um, you know, it, it is Christmas and there's lots of people coughing and everything. And, um, I had mentioned the Lowe's de Vanilla book. Uh, with the medical plants, there seems to be um, shortages of things, and I wanted to encourage people to look back at those old ancient recipes that were helpful. Um, the Luz de Vanilla is the stigmatis, the lady from Venezuela, and um, the book is free, and it's a down, under the downloads. Okay. So that would be helpful. What's the, that the website again that they go to get it? Where, what's the website they, they can go to get it again? L-U-V is her name and D-B-O-N-I-L-L-A. And there are several, but what you're looking for is the downloads. And about six or seven down is this medical plants book for free. Okay, I actually downloaded it when you called about it before, and it is yeah. tricky to get to it. So if any of our listeners have struggle um, finding it, they can just email me, and I think I can attach the PDF since it's free. I can just attach it to an email back to them as long as their email can I handle it. I think that it. would be helpful. There's, we're we're kind of like in Brigadoon up here with fog and, and temperature switches and lots of people coughing. The yeah. other thing I got to mention with you last year was that Chris 
Tingle. C-R-H-R-I-S and then Tingle. And it's an orange or an apple with a candle and four skewers of fruit. And you can find that in um, the electronic search engines. goes back to the 1400s. Um, it's it's very simple. You can have a, a simple meal and then light these candles on these apples or oranges and sing, depending on who's at the table. Uh, if it's little kids, you could do a way in the manger and happy birthday, Jesus, mm. or favorite carols. But it's it's simple, and oranges are plentiful right now and not yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. And so that one. And then my my church is up here. I've been reading Brant Petrie's book on the Jewish roots of Eucharist. Mm. And the professor makes the point at the end is the Ark of the Covenant of the old is what's in heaven. The music of old is in heaven, and we should be having parts of heaven on earth. So that's three wonderful songs that I found. Mm. One is by Joshua Aaron, and they actually have found how to make the old David's harps. And um, the, the, the piece you're looking for is Joshua Aaron, 2023, King's Orchestra. And there's an Alleluia there that will absolutely set your socks free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second one is called Levitical Choir. And it's a group of men. I mean, we're talking like hundreds of men standing next to the walls of Jerusalem. And they're singing in Hebrew, and the song has to do with, we want to behold your face, O Lord. It's mm. just gorgeous. Mm. There's, and there's the Levitical trumpet. Okay. And the third one is called Real Angels Singing. And this is a story that goes back to the 70s, and it was choir, seven choir members that were together, and they were rehearsing. They wanted to make sure their equipment worked. So they're singing a cappella. When they played it back, there was a full orchestra with it. And there was a solo of a man in it, but they were they were women singing. So um, Oral Roberts University did the analysis and separated their voices from the other piece. Oh my. Um, that may not be able to be found. But there is one that has a commentary that tells you there are or instruments in it um, that they don't know what they are. Um, and there's like that alpine horn, that big long one with the um, bowl at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just gorgeous music, and I thought that might be a an, an upper or a happy thing. And I also that's a great idea, Beth. Okay, one more thing, and then we have to go to our break. Go ahead. Right. When you're out shopping for Christmas, there were very few angel symbols. Oh. And so these are, this is angelic music, and it might yeah. help boost yeah. your mood. And Yeah. But it's the music of heaven. It really is. It's just gorgeous. And okay, thank you for letting a, me tell everyone. Sure. That's a great idea to turn our hearts toward heaven because I've been kind of, I'm trying not to get irritated, but most of the Christmas music on the radio is not even about Christmas anymore. It's about, you know, getting together, fun. It talks about Christmas, but like very rarely do you hear a traditional carol about Jesus. So, um, so to get angelic music is a great idea and fill our hearts and minds and our whole body with all the vibrations of beautiful um, holy music all right time for our break we'll be back with more of mass appeal give us a call at 877-573-7825 877-5-PEP-TALK give us a call and we'll be back in a moment 
Hi, Vanessa Denhagarmo here, inviting you to tune into Epiphany. We're made to praise God and celebrate our faith. I want to encourage listeners to connect, communicate, and collaborate with the faith community. Life is a journey, and along the way, we have those Epiphany moments that bring us closer to Christ. Please partner with me and celebrate the diversity of our Catholic Church. Epiphany, weekdays at noon, only on Ave Maria Radio. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popcha. God isn't content to love us from a distance. That's why he emptied himself, was born a man, walked among us, suffered, died, and rose again. That's why, having ascended to the Father, he gives us the sacraments, all so that we can experience his extravagant love through our senses. Being generously and appropriately affectionate with our kids is an important way to teach them about Christ's own embodied extravagant love. There's nothing stingy or reserved about the way God loves his children, you and me, and we're called to love our children as demonstratively as he loves us. To discover more ways your family can celebrate the liturgy of domestic church life, check out the newest editions of Parenting with Grace and visit CatholicCounselors.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, but you can call me Family Man. To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you could get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And, uh, yeah, I did download, as I told Bev, the, she told us about this medicinal plant book. For those of you that like to do things naturally, and don't want to add another drug to your system besides all the pollution we already get from everywhere. So I did download that medicinal plant. It was kind of hard to find, but I did find it. And so I, it's in a PDF format, so I could email it to somebody if you're serious. If you're just curious, don't bother. But if you really are serious about um, using plants, I mean, ginger, salt, lemon, different herbs, you know, parsley, stuff like that, um, in a way to help your health. They have a chapter on detoxification, a chapter on your immune system that I think she referred to, and um, a chapter on the respiratory system for everybody struggling colds, um, a chapter on the digestive system, a chapter on the nervous system, eye diseases, skin diseases, what else, um, antibiotic properties in different herbs and plants. So, um, epidemics and pandemics so this was um 
revealed to someone who, and it has a miraculous medal right on page 63 there, um, different insect plagues, how to protect your household, what to do during food shortages. So it's a, a book, information, that an unknown, there's one on unknown diseases, um, uh, revealed to a woman who believes that she hears from the Blessed Mother and from Heaven, Luz de Maria. And uh, in, in her at her website, you can download the Medicinal Plants book. Or if you really are serious about making some things that you know will not contradict whatever you're doing, and your doctor says it's okay, or your you um, your natural health practitioner says yes, you can do that, and it's not going to um, conflict with anything that you're already doing. Um, I can always uh, email you a copy of the book and then read it and decide for yourself. Medicinal plants, either find it under Luz de Maria in her website that has a lot of other uh, mystical revelations as well or just the information that you want to prepare yourself for this winter. So I can uh, email, you can email me, mastappeal at avemariaradio.net or email me through my website, Respect for you.com respect the number four the letter u.com and i wish i could post it again if my granddaughter was here she could post it on my blog <laughs> but i don't know how to do that i'll try i'll try see if we can do that and for now give us a call second hour your calls drive the show you decide what the topics are the number to get on today's mass appeal with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825 877-5-PEP talk or just call in with your Christmas wishes. We'll take those here this last half hour. Okay. I got an email from someone December 2nd um, that says, this morning on your radio, I better read before Christmas filled. This morning on your radio show, you were discussing natural aids for depression, and you said there were 10 and you only got to number three. Can you finish these? <laughs> um, and, he, and so he says, uh, especially for anxiety, specifically panic attacks i've been reading about the efficacy of sucking on sour candy he says such as warheads i never heard of that one but it's worth a try it's not going to hurt you he said if an attack is coming on or if someone is in um, a kind of attack he says it seems the extreme sour taste helps distract the mind from the panic engulfing the suffering person Oh, my goodness. How interesting. And he said, secondly, I was on clonopin for years, and a psychiatric nurse did not taper me off it, but tried to switch directly to clonidine. Now, I don't know any medicines. I'm just reading his letter. I don't know what they do or what they are, but whatever the doctor gave him. And he said, I ended up suffering from protracted withdrawal for months. So a warning to your listeners, never just stop a benzodiazepine don't never stop any medicine we'll say that much if you've been on it more than a month even if a a medical professional advises it he says taper 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 always taper off share this with your listeners and don't use my name so i won't so he gave us some one he said he asked me to finish the list of the uh natural remedies for depression and secondly he sucks on warheads or very sour candy that helps his anxiety or panic attacks. And then third, he said, whatever you do if you're coming off of a medicine, taper. And even 
ask your doctor to taper it and help you do that. Sometimes they'll have you like cut it in half or take it every other day. So so find out how to do that right. Okay, so I'm going to go back to what I read December 2nd <laughs> that he said I just finished numbers 1 through 3 and didn't get to the other ones, but he was right. I wrote that note on there and then we've been so busy these last few calls I've not had a chance. So while I'm waiting for your calls today at 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK, I will finish those natural remedies for depression. And, uh, and depression is a common condition and it's, uh, it's treatable. Um, but according to the National Survey of Drug Use and Health, a major depressive episode is something that about 17 million adults experience. And they have, there are medicines for teens, there are medicines for adults, but a lot of times the medicines are counterproductive. So um, if this is not working for you, um, they suggest these um, different remedies that can help people naturally overcome depression. But if you need treatment, you know, in the holistic natural remedies are uh, are not working for you. You know, keep in mind that some people might need medical intervention, especially we, we spoke earlier of somebody that, whose uh, son was suicidal. You always seek medical help for that. But if you're looking for some natural remedies, especially since it's the dark, uh, dark time of the year where we have less sun. So the things that have been proven that work, and studies have shown that we have, there are 10 natural remedies for depression that you could use. One is exercise. In every study, um, even if we don't know the cause of depression, exercise is a great mood booster. Research shows that stimulating your heart rate offers physical and mental health benefits. So shoot for at least 30 minutes a day of moderate exercise to see the best results. Okay, so get moving is one. Um, second is light therapy. Whether you go down to, to Florida or Texas or California and get some sun or you want to expose yourself to um, the outdoors wherever you are, maybe out skiing or something like that, the light exposure has been shown to increase the production of serotonin, which is that happy hormone in our brain. So a half hour a day to alleviate symptoms of depression by replicating sunshine and soaking up that vitamin D. There are even lamps you can get now that do that. Third is a healthy diet. Reduce your sugar intake. Get enough B vitamins. A lot of the things that we eat or stuff that's on what we eat are actually creating depression. Sometimes people are short magnesium, like vitamin D. Magnesium is also necessary to produce serotonin. So if you don't get enough magnesium, then your body can't do what it wants to do. So think of where you get magnesium in your leafy greens, um, whole grains, and, and nuts, and seeds, and beans, and legumes, lentils. So think of those hmm, kidney bean salad with some celery and um, think of ways to get your magnesium. Look it up. Okay, still only got to number three. <laughs> All right, I'll finish those other ones after the break. Give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's Mass Appeal is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK.
This is Bishop Earl Boyer of the Diocese of Lansing. From the dawn of humanity, the hearts of all men and women have pondered and sought after the divine. How utterly incredible, therefore, that our search for God has been more than surpassed by God's search for us, culminating as it has in the incarnation of Jesus Christ, God made man. He is the joy of man's desiring. May you and your loved ones have a very happy and holy Christmas, and God bless you all. I read a quote on social media that I knew I had to share. It read, Never trust your tongue when your heart is bitter. Stay silent until you heal. That has proven to be solid advice on social media, especially when the conversations are about politics. People are spewing so much hate and anger on these platforms. Social media does not lend itself to constructive debates on any issue. I doubt you convince anyone arguing over politics on those platforms. Instead, we must share truth with charity. It's not about arguing with someone. It's about filling your own heart with the love of Christ first, so you can share that with others when you post or tweet. What you share must come from a place of love, even if it's something that other people don't want to hear or accept as truth. Let's first heal our hearts by filling it with the love of God, then go out and share truth. This has been a Christ Center communication message. I'm Vanessa Dunhagarmo, a communications evangelist. Light of the East, weekends on Ave Maria Radio. I am Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, so much decorating, so many lights to put up. It is the ancient iconography of the church, even one painted by our Blessed Mother herself, that will explain our need for imagery. Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. Welcome to Master Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. It's funny that I had gotten to number three on December 2nd. I still got to number three, but I promise before the show's over, I'll read all ten of the natural helps for depression during winter. Okay, but Paula's on the line here. She's been waiting. Paula from Oklahoma. Welcome to the show, Paula. How can I help you today? I just want to share something that happened in the pews right before I went up to do the reading. Okay. It was a shocker. Mm. And it really is uh, teed off by... Just that last bit that you said, and then they had that message from Vanessa, and I thought, if I could just have read that script to this lady. So this is what happened. This lady, who's the deacon's wife, was talking about how she just bakes and bakes and wears herself into, you know, smithereens, and that's what Christmas is for her. Mm-hmm. And the other lady was said, well, it's about being the light of Christ. So then I I don't even know how I got involved, but I just said, well, you know, when you say all those presents and everything is what the reason for Jesus, you know, the reason for everything is all the presents. It makes people that can't afford presents feel really bad. Well, then she stood up. She pointed her finger in my face 
and mm. said, I don't know why I can't express myself the way I want to. Mm. Wow. Okay, and this is in church, Paula? Yes, yes. Okay. Not only in church, it's right before, it's like 30 seconds before 5 o'clock. Mm. She has to, but then she leaves. The, it's a small parish. Mm-hmm. It's 5 o'clock, Friday Mass, and, you know, we all know everybody, right? It's the same people for years. Mm-hmm. And so she goes and pouts, and she leaves. Wow. She's the deacon's wife. Oh, boy. And Okay, what I think, uh, Paulo, how do we respond to things like that? One would, I would say, compassion. Um, when I think of the spiritual work of mercy, bear wrongs patiently, um, and to to not judge what situation she was in. Somebody who's going to blurt something out like that has to be a, a su- suffering from probably insecurity. Um, or some other kind of anger and just was not ready to receive that message at all. Um, many times we've talked about when, with St. Vincent de Paul and St. Francis de Sales, how they corrected people with such great charity and kindness. And first of all, they always say that if to look to see if the person is predisposed to receiving the message well. And obviously... You had no clue that she wasn't, but she was not predisposed to receiving that message because she came back with such anger. So probably the best response is to think in your head, Father, forgive her. There's something else going on there. Instead of judging her for her bragging about the cookies, you know, if somebody's biggest brag is about what the the cookies that they made while we're in church, um, they do have some form of insecurity. But on the other hand, she might just take pride in making the cookies and have a generous heart and and filling it with her. So it was a bad incident, and I'm sorry that happened in church. But I would say, you know, forgive it and try to be nice to her because there's something else going on inside of her that would... um, requires some love so if you can forgive her and ask God to to, um, help heal the the memory of that incident so it doesn't come off um, righteous or judgmental or detraction um, of her but not to tell anybody else about it but try to drum up some feelings of compassion some feelings of understanding and of course the, 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 the thought and feeling of forgiveness for her so that she maybe won't do that again and trust the Holy Spirit that he can work in her heart she is a deacon's wife she does go to a weekday mass and God can work in her so maybe she'll see that on her own because you prayed for her so thanks for the call God bless you. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal, where you can get free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. Our next caller is Dennis from New York. Welcome to the show, Dennis. We just have a couple minutes before the music, but say what you need to say, Dennis. You're on the air now. Dennis from New York. Go ahead. Colleen, please, uh, tonight, if you can remember my personal petitions and your prayers, mm-hmm. and I would like to talk about a little boy I met at a Christmas parade two weeks ago with friends of mine. His name is Dylan. He's seven years old, and a uh, very sad, sad story. His Hello? 
Yeah, I'm here. We're listening. Go ahead. We can hear you, Dennis. Oh. Oh, my. Dennis disappeared. Okay. Well, I will get to a couple more. Wait. I'll wait till after the break for John. But a couple more of those natural remedies. I told you I'd get to all ten of them. Natural remedies for depression. Um, the third is meditate on God's love. Uh, meditate and take yourself out of yourself and whatever might be causing your depression. Even if it's chemical, if you calm your mind and you breathe in the Holy Spirit and you concentrate on one of the healing Gospels, it can have an effect on your mood and your ability to manage your depression. So meditating on God's love is a good thing too. And I have a, a list of scriptures all put together called My Child. If you need those, you can email me at Mass appeal at AveMariaRadio.net. I can send you a list of scriptures to meditate on to help you overcome your depression. Number five of natural remedies for depression is get enough sleep. Get enough sleep. Get to sleep um, and prepare yourself for sleep well. Don't be watching things with, you know, those electronic lights on them at night. Uh, pray before you go to bed. Get enough sleep. Number six of natural remedies for depression is... Stretch your body for strength and flexibility. So stretching, movement, or lymph brushing. So if you're stretching yourself and and moving, even um, self-massage in a way that gets your lymph moving, a lot of people have clogged up lymph that are trying to drain that is trying to drain toxins out of our body. So moving and stretching. There are a lot of stretching exercises. Whether you're a senior citizen or a child, there are plenty of YouTube videos for stretching that can help you and that is another one of those things that when it improves your flexibility your strength your stability um, it can also help you overcome depression and then another is supplements you can go to your health food store your natural doctor and find out which herbal remedies or natural supplements to take I know that our health food store often recommends for depression um, ginseng St. John's wort you know things like that that they um, will uh, in different herbal remedies so check with that number eight is spend time in nature did you know there's a new career called forest bathing that people can become forest bathing directors and bring people into the forest. The American Psychological Association continues to advance the understanding of how nature and mood are connected. So nature can provide a healing balm. And that's why a lot of people took to RV traveling during the pandemic. So getting out in nature can help recalibrate your mind so you stay in the moment in the beauty of creation. We'll be back with more of Mass Appeal in a moment. During the holiday season, there are many celebrations overflowing with lavish gifts and delicious food. However, at Catholic Charities of Shiawassee and Genesee Counties, we see firsthand how many families struggle to provide even the basic necessities of life. Is the Lord asking you to help with a donation to make the holidays a time of joy and comfort for those most in need in our community? To donate, visit CatholicCharitiesFlint.org. That's CatholicCharitiesFlint.org. Right now, as you know, America, Catholic Church, really the Western world, is being shaken. Let me read this passage. Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 25. We'll go to 29. The writer to the Hebrews says, His voice shook the earth at that time, but now he has promised, I will once more shake not only the earth, but heaven. 
That phrase, once more, points to the removal of shaken created things so that what is unshaken may remain. You realize that nothing is fixed. Everything seems to be in flux. And that's the, what God's people need to be immersed in Scripture. Because there we come across the unchangeable and the unshakable God. Cresta in the Afternoon. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. Looking for quality made-from-scratch meals without the stress? At Colasanti's Market in Highland, choose from 12 homemade soups made fresh daily, including our popular broccoli cheddar and lobster bisque. Catering options include lasagna, beef or chicken mazzatoli, garlic mashed potatoes, and more. Visit colasantis.com. That's C-O-L-A-S-A-N-T-I-S.com. Or call 248-887-3205. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. I see that Dennis is back and Catherine and John have joined us, but I promised I would finish all 10 of these since our listener reminded me I started them on December 2nd and didn't finish the 10. So number 10 of the natural remedies for depression is um, alternative healing, like uh, massage, but it also includes sound, sound baths, uh, chanting, Gregorian chant. And I remember talk, uh, reading to you a study a couple years ago of the monks in Spain and how their blood pressure went up when they, right after Vatican II, they were not... Um, chanting as much. And so, literally, the doctors realized that when they cut back on their hours of Gregorian chant, their blood pressure went up. So, this might be related to something going on in your brain. So, the vibrations of our body, I mean, we have a frequency in our body. And when we're depressed, we have a lower frequency. It's because we've been eating junk food, dead food, instead of live food, or not uh, listening to beautiful music. We're listening to killing music, you know. And uh, the vibration of our body got you know god created us to be of a high vibration he gave us words of love the word god has a high vibration high vibration the word forgiveness the word gratitude has a high vibration so there's when you study your um, earth or your science and you know that everything has a vibration to it that people do use things and it's not getting into new agey stuff but although some new agey people use it but singing Gregorian chant humming can help change your vibration um, you know sound bowls uh, listening to those bells the, the bell choir at church um, different things that bring beauty particularly Gregorian chant is one that's shown to be healing so chanting humming um, you know, putting some good, beautiful music to the your background of your meditation. The good old classical church music also can help healing. So it's amazing when we raise our vibration, what makes a difference. 
Um, oh, let's see, did we get, I think I skipped number eight, and then number eight was um, keep a journal, and some of the other things, uh, my pages are stapled wrong, some of the other things at the health food store were lavender, uh, chamomile, um, different herbs and stuff like that, so so check with your natural doctor or your health food store um, or with your gym, get exercise, get some light, eat a healthy diet, eat more live organic food than, than uh, dead food, um, get all the, the uh, vitamins and minerals that you need, you know, as well as you can, and meditate on God's love, get enough sleep, and, and you can help overcome some of the, the sadness that takes place during winter. All right, let's get to uh, Dennis is back. Oh, Dennis, I don't know how you got cut off, but Dennis is back. You were talking, you wanted to talk about uh, Knights of Columbus a little bit, right? Go ahead. Yes, yes, Colette. And uh, I'd like your listeners to pray for a, a little boy. His name is Dylan. Because okay. I met him two weeks ago at a Christmas parade, and my friends brought him there. And they said he's being raised by his 75-year-old grandmother. And I said, oh, why is that? His father is in prison. His mother uh, has a little one-year-old baby with her new boyfriend. The new boyfriend does not want Dylan in their lives. Oh. So the, the mother... The mother and the boyfriend and the new baby have moved to North Carolina. Mm. And I'm saying to myself, this is the family being destroyed. Yes. What we need are men to stand up yes. and with their families join the Knights of Columbus. They can mm. do so for free. They can do so for free. Just try it out and they'll get hooked. It's a family organization where we pray together. We do events, barbecues, fishing trips, golf outings, uh, you name it, pig roasts. That's, it's a family organization. It's not all men. And we need the family now more than ever in our society, united and whatever. This little boy, when he gets older, and his poor grandmother's 75. She's uh, arthritic, they told me. Uh, he's going to wonder why his mother left him and uh, mm. what issues he may develop uh, with addiction, maybe, or who knows what. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's an awful mess. And your listeners, if they all say a prayer this Christmas. We will for pray Dylan. for him, definitely. And there are probably people that want to adopt him besides pray for him. But we will. We certainly will. So join the Knights of Columbus and pray for Dylan. Those are two important things. Uh, KFC.org forward slash join. It's free. KFC.org. You're right. We have men need to stand up and and make these families holy and good and strong. So thank you so much. And I hope the Knights of Columbus can help all men do that. And I'm glad that the Knights take a lead in, in manhood. They have a beautiful uh, study guide um, called Into the Breach that has videos with it and a booklet with it, and the United Columbus could sponsor that for the whole community or the school or the parish um, to help men learn what it means to be a knight of God. So I appreciate the call, Dennis. We will pray for Dylan as well. All right. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. Do we have time for one call before the break? We'll go to John from Indiana. Welcome to the show, John. How can I help you today, or did you want to help us? You're on the air. Go ahead, John. Oh, you're bothered by commercialism. John, are you there? Yes. Okay. Okay. Go Uh, ahead. You're on now. Okay. Uh, In 1965, Charlie Brown said that Christmas was too commercialized. What do you think he would think about it today? 
Oh, oh! I can just imagine Charlie Brown crying. I could see a Charlie Brown Christmas. If you thought it was too commercialized in '65, which is when that began, you know, that he would probably be crying in front of a manger scene, saying, "Jesus, no one cares about your birthday, do they? But I'm going to care about your birthday." Maybe we could even write him a new Charlie Brown's Christmas number two um, to address like people are sad, people are lonely people don't even know what christmas is or what it's for anymore that charlie brown would have to be just a little a little one-man evangelist to bring around the joy of christmas to people so yeah i think he would look at it and be crying and wonder what happened to jesus and start spreading jesus what do you think of that john (laughs) well i always liked it when linus van kelton stood up and said what the real, and he recited the nativity uh, story from Luke, and that's oh, what we all need to. Yeah, listen. yeah, yeah. Very beautiful. Okay, thank you so much for the call and the wonderful reminder to keep Christ in Christmas. God bless you. Okay, uh, Catherine from Ohio, welcome to the show. You're on the air now, Catherine. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I um, uh, I they talk about depression. I think a lot of people, especially get older, the main problem is is inflammation. Mm. Inflammation oh, it gro- goes in the system and doesn't cut down as it should. Mm-hmm. And I had a problem. Ginger is the best thing for cutting down inflammation. Ginger, mm-hmm. everything I read. I had a problem, but I could got. I couldn't move, hardly do anything. And like you could call it depression. And it happened to me for several weeks. And I cured it. I started drinking ginger ale with no sugar. Hmm. I drank three large glasses every day. But so it took me three weeks to clear it. Three weeks, and I was okay and able to do things again. Hmm. So good old ginger ale is more than just a bar drink, huh? It really helps us, and it reduces inflammation. That's wonderful to hear. Thanks for the call, Catherine. God bless you, and keep drinking that ginger water. It's time for our break. We'll be back with more of Master Peel. I want to make a comment about ginger water as well right after this message. Welcome to a St. Nicholas Minute. Why do people call St. Nicholas Santa Claus anyway? Well, the people of Holland have always had a special fondness for St. Nicholas, or Sinterklaas, as they call me. In fact, to this very day, I still arrive to deliver gifts on St. Nicholas Eve, that's December 5th, dressed as a Roman Rite bishop and riding my white horse, Amerigo. Anyway, in the 16th century, when Dutch settlers came to the New World, they brought their Sinterklaas tradition with them to a place called New Amsterdam. That's modern New York City. And so, when the English-speaking settlers arrived, they began to mispronounce my Dutch name of Sinterklaas, which means, of course, St. Nicholas, and they began to call me Santa Claus. So Santa Claus really means St. Nicholas. But no matter what I'm called by name, my spirit is still the same. I'm filled with the joy that flows from the Christmas proclamation, Christ is born, glorify him. <laughs> Connection with Teresa Tamio weekdays on Ave Maria Radio. Learn and spread the word about the food, clothing, parenting classes, financial assistance that these resource centers provide moms, and not just for a few weeks after the baby is born, but often for up to four years after birth. 
Don't assume that just because you haven't heard about pro-life resources or efforts that they don't or aren't available or that the church hasn't been involved. The media, and I know this firsthand from my years of experience, have been working with the abortion industry to suppress information about resources as well as totally misrepresent or blatantly lie about what the pro-life community offers moms and families in need. And last but not least, do some homework and prayerfully give thanks to these pro-life warriors and consider becoming a pro-life warrior yourself. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamia weekday mornings from 8 to 10 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal, our last little segment before Christmas, wishing you a Merry Christmas. We had a couple uh, extra calls I want to refer to and then hopefully close with one of our beautiful readings for Christmas. Um, Cece from Oklahoma said she was a nurse and suggested same dash e same e and i just looked that up over the break it's a synthetic form of naturally occurring chemical in the body that's been researched in trials and reviewed to determine efficacy in treating depression it says while there weren't significant differences found between same e and the placebo it was determined that certain common prescription antidepressant medications have about the same effectiveness as, as same E. So additionally, it was found for better results at the, than the placebo when mixed with the, um, anyway, it's, it's a, a study. So, so that was good. Thank you, Cece, for calling in. If you were a nurse, suggest SAM-E for um, natural depression. And, uh, and there's also um, ways that you can just pray and let God fill you with his love. All right, Debbie um, called in with the Christmas gift idea. She said she gave a friend a kitchen towel for each season. That's something because our kitchen towels get dirty and worn out, things that take things away. So as we get to our last couple minutes, remember that the people have walked in darkness have seen a great light. Isaiah tells us that over and over. If you've dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone now. God has brought us abundant joy and great rejoicing as they rejoice before you at the harvest, people making merry. And this is what we're doing. We're not getting drunk. We're enjoying merry Christmas, right? So that yoke that burdened us, the pole on our shoulder, the rod of the taskmaster, Jesus Christ has smashed, as on the day of Midian, for every boot that tramped in battle, every cloak rolled in blood, will be burned as fuel for flames. Why? Because of what we're celebrating now. A child is born to us. A son is given to us. Upon his shoulder, dominion rests. He's in charge of everything, you guys. 
They name him Wonder, Counselor, God, Hero, Father, Forever, Prince of Peace. His dominion is vast and forever peaceful. From David's throne and over his kingdom, which he confirms and sustains by judgment and justice both now and forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And this is the the first reading for Christmas Eve Mass. The prophet Isaiah telling us this is going to happen. And here we are. It has happened. Jesus has come to save us. The Savior has come. The long-awaited Savior is here. And he saves us each day from the gloom and doom and darkness and war. And then that second reading from St. Paul to Titus of the grace of God appearing now. It trains us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and challenges us to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age as we await the blessed hope, the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. So Jesus has cleansed us. Those of you that are away and need that cleansing of the sacrament of reconciliation, come back today. Those of you that need more grace, more joy in your life, and you're already in the state of grace, come back to Mass. Go to Mass twice if you can, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Well, actually, it's going to be three times because we have to go uh, for the fourth Sunday of Advent on Sunday. And we could go that, do that Saturday night and then go Sunday night and then go Monday morning. So receive our Lord in the Eucharist, in this year of the Eucharist, and express your love for God and let him express his love for you as we truly bring his joy and peace and goodness in this Christmas. So think about that. To whom can I bring the love of Jesus this Christmas season? To whom can I bring joy, forgiveness? To whom can I bring that peace that we all need? Is it a word of consolation? Is it a prayer from far away? Is it a visit to bring a smile to someone's face? And what comes with those gifts that you give at Christmas? Is it your time? Is it your love? Is it your care? Is it your prayers? What are you bringing into the world this Christmas? So bring in Christ. Bring in Jesus Christ to all that surround you. And if you're not surrounded by people, go out and find some. Walk around the block or have somebody pick you up if you're not mobile. Go bring that joy of Jesus to people this Christmas season so that you truly will be proof that Jesus Christ is born. Appeal is produced by Ave Maria Radio and broadcast through the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Copies can be purchased or free downloads can be found at the Ave Maria website, AveMariaRadio.net. If you have a comment or question for Colleen, write to Colleen at AveMariaRadio.net or Mass Appeal at AveMariaRadio.net. And listen for Mass Appeal Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 Eastern Time for free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Weekdays at 10 a.m., there's more to life. 
We want to help you celebrate the life you were meant to live. The truth is, God wants so much more for your life and relationships. We want to help you cooperate with His grace and get all that He wants to give you. Weekday at 10 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson. A suit by Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call sought to block an 1849 state abortion ban. So he named three state county district attorneys as defendants, simply because their counties are home to local Planned Parenthood operations. All three say Call has no...